Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Feeling like you need a punch of energy? Enter wonderful pistachios. I love them. The snack that packs a protein punch. And the best part, they come in so many flavors and so many sizes. Whether you're on the go or chilling at home, wonderful pistachios, they're the go-to snack for me. Here's the real kicker, the protein. These little wonders are one of the highest protein nuts out there. Just one ounce serves up a whopping six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. So visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. I love them. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. Hour 2 live in L.A. It's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Nice to have you in today, Nick Wright, in five minutes. Uh, so we're all sort of bainted breath, hanging, waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Um, J-Mac joining us is always a big Jets fan. So it is very easy. Jet fans and Packer fans are all straddling the fence because fans never want to be wrong. Go to Twitter. Nobody ever admits they're wrong. That's why I do Colin Wright, Colin Wrong on Monday. I take a big swing. I'm going to admit if I win. So Jet fans are sitting there. If Aaron signs, we always knew we had him. We're going to win Super Bowls. If he does it, guys, a diva, total turnoff. Just give me somebody else. That's exactly what they're waiting for. Packer fans, if they don't get to earn any leaves, and my guess is, according to reputable sources, he's going to leave. Um, yeah, we didn't want him. I'm tired of him. I'm over him. I want to see Jordan Love play. If he comes back, he's the man. I know he gives us a lot of grief, but he is amazing. Everybody's an expert post-results. Give me a prediction before the election, okay? And so here's my opinions pre-decision. The Jets are not winning a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers ever. And I don't think at least in year one, they're going to win the division. The AFC is tough. This division's got much better coaching. It's got better rosters. It's got better teams. New England, structurally, is one of the best defensive teams in football offensively Miami is fast and dynamic and clever and Buffalo's just got way more good veteran players who you can depend on year after year the Jets division is good it's dynamic there's an argument that Robert Sala is the fourth best coach he's on a hot seat it's arguably the fourth best offensive line and Aaron Rodgers history tells you he is not great with new stuff he's not great with new rookie receivers last year 
He was not great as a first-year starter in Green Bay, 6-10. and 10. He was not great with Nathaniel Hackett and Matt LaFleur first year. He had his third lowest passer rating in his career to that point. Aaron likes to play off that he's loose and California cool. He's not good with new stuff. He likes control. And when he doesn't have control, he's not comfortable. He was not comfortable first year as a starter. He was not comfortable first year with Hackett and LaFleur. He was not comfortable last year with rookie wide receivers. So why do I think Jets, all new system, all new players, all new guys, all new conference, all new division, he's going to tear it up in year one? I do not. I'll say it again. He is not winning a Super Bowl with the Jets, and I wouldn't pick him first year to win the division. Have no idea how long he's going to play. Could play for three, could play for one, could play for five. Never know with Aaron. Not sourced. I'm not going to guess. My pre-decision opinion on Green Bay is a little different. If I was Aaron, I wouldn't leave. I think Green Bay does everything except defense better than the Jets. But if I was Green Bay, it's time to rip the Band-Aid off. So I'm okay with the move. He's not really committed. The roster's getting young. And now with the draft picks they'll get for Aaron, it's going to get younger. You moved up to get Jordan Love. It's time to see if he can play. Listen, you never want to be in a relationship This is where resentment happens, where you feel like you're all in and your partner isn't. You know what I mean? Like, And that's where we're at with Green Bay. They're all in. Aaron's not. And Jordan Love's limited. I think he can play. Green Bay says he can play. But this relationship was going to end this year, next year anyway. So if I can get great draft capital, a couple of first-round picks, even a couple of seconds, Green Bay's history is they draft and develop well. Let's see if Jordan Love can play. The roster doesn't have many holes, so if he struggles in year one, he's not the guy. He's probably not the guy. I mean, you'll know. You'll know very quickly. It's not a great division. Minnesota's not going to go 11-0 in one-score games. Chicago, Justin Fields, we think he can play, but he's got a defensive coach, and so far we don't know that he's playing very well at a high level consistently, and Detroit's Detroit. All right, here we go. Nick Wright, now joining me live, host, first things first. All right, so you're in New York. Um, yeah, I, I, I laugh at the optimism that he's going to change everything. He'll make them better. But, you know, if you go look at Aaron, the first year with new stuff, it takes a while. He kind of likes what he likes. I believe what he's doing now, the holdup, is because Aaron has given the Jets a list of guys he wants, and they're trying to fit him under the cap. That's my takeaway this morning. Where are you on Aaron and the Jets? Well, I think the holdup's outrageous. I, I listen. He, the his season ended January eighth. He is not, in my opinion, seriously contemplating retirement. That I would understand if you needed time on. With that said, Jason Kelsey, future Hall of Fame center, his season ended February thirteenth. He was seriously comp- contemplating retirement, and he gave the Eagles his answer right before free agency started. The problem with the holdup, Colin is it hamstrings the teams like do you, I don't know that the Jets would have gone after Jalen Ramsey but maybe maybe it's like you know what Sauce Gardner plus Jalen Ramsey we can fit him under the cap it's only a third round pick but n- neither the Jets nor the Packers can do anything of substance right now because Rodgers who said this was not going to be prolonged is now more than 24 hours into free agency and we're yet to have the decision so that part of it I don't like at all the you gotta sign my friends to get me part of it Ugh. 
I don't think it's the best way to win a Super Bowl, but I do kind of respect it. <laughs> like, I would kind of hope that if, uh, you know, if you, I'll use myself, if one day I were, you know, being recruited by someone else and they were just, you know, they were just bending over backwards for me, that at the last moment I'd be like, you know what? Ah, my stats guy Dusty, want him too. Yeah, bring him along with us. Like, oh, who cares? That's what Randall Cobb is. Like, yeah, throw him in. No, trust me, I like him. He's a good guy. So I do kind of respect that as a friend, but as far as if he's trying to win a Super Bowl, this is not helping. And the other question I would have, and you and I have talked about this a lot, but I think it warrants reiterating. If I'm the Jets, I want to know if he's all in for the offseason. Because while he might have uh, a relationship with Hackett, and if they get Lazard and they get Cobb, so be it. I want him and Garrett Wilson. I want him and the Jets receivers that are already there to get as much time as possible before the first week of the season. And I don't know if that's going to happen because the only thing that I know is on Aaron's schedule between now and week one is a psychedelics conference that he's speaking at. Yeah. And so I, that part would concern me somewhat. All right, Jimmy Garoppolo with the Raiders. Um, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I know. I love so it. So good. He looks... Like oh, Vegas. you love it. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Sorry, please. I think there, there is something to be said about Magic Fit LA and Bird Fit Boston. If you flipped them, yeah. it would have never felt the same. Big Ben Pittsburgh. Brady never fit in Tampa. He won, but Ebor City cocktails at four. He doesn't drink a beer during the season. It unraveled. Mahomes, by the way, backyard, barbecue, not seeking money or fame, family guy, he is Kansas City. He's perfect. Sure. Burrow, Cincinnati. Derek yeah. Carr in Vegas. I kind of think Garoppolo works, right? Nick? Well, if by that you mean very pretty exterior and then you get on the inside <laughs> and you're like, not much here. Ah, I thought this was the Eiffel Tower. And it turns out it's just really well-fabricated cardboard. Uh, listen. I, I know you didn't ask me about the Chiefs, but when it comes to the AFC West, everything, of course, goes to the seven-time defending AFC West champion, yeah. Kansas City Chiefs. And a few fun facts for you. So Jimmy Garoppolo has only lost 19 times yeah. playoffs in regular season in yeah. his career. Despite spending his entire life as a starter in the NFC, four of those 19 losses have come to the Kansas City Chiefs. He's 0-4 against them. The only team he's played multiple times and never beaten. Only the Seahawks have beaten him more. The Raiders, of course, since Mahomes has walked in the door, are 1-9 against the Chiefs. And since that one victory right afterwards, they did laps around Arrowhead, taunting the Chiefs. Since then, the uh, the football gods have smited them. They've cut their quarterback. They've fired a couple coaches. Yeah. It's been a disaster for them. So I love it. As a Chiefs fan, the Raiders get a below-average, injury-prone quarterback. Now, can, I, can we galaxy-brain this together for a moment, Colin? Because I had Eric Mangini say to me about a month ago that he doesn't think Tom Brady is going to play week one. But if there were a team that he knows the system that were to have a need at quarterback midway or late in the year – he could potentially come back in that circumstance. Well, now the Raiders have Josh McDaniels as the head coach and a starting quarterback 
that is the most injury-prone starting quarterback in football. I obviously not wishing injury upon anyone, but could this possibly open the door a bit, Colin, to Tom Brady being a mid-season Raider acquisition? I think possibly, but in the meantime, I'm not a Russell Wilson guy like you are, but still, he's better than Jimmy Garoppolo. The Raiders have the fourth-best quarterback, maybe the fourth-best coach in the division, and I think they are the fourth-best team in the division. But yeah, nice, pretty exterior. Yeah, that was a pretty funny line. Uh, I always liked the Paris. Never been to the real one yet. I like the one in Vegas. Um, so yeah, the Warriors nice. now go on a road trip. Um, it's pretty obvious. 33 road games, seven wins. They're atrocious. It's a clicky team where the young guys want more time and the old guys aren't relinquishing theirs. There's something they don't travel well. It's like families that aren't tight. They don't travel well. So that's not, a, that's not a, a conclusion that is out there or clickbait. They're an atrocious road team, and they never have been. So it probably started Draymond Jordan and just hasn't worked itself out. I was told last night that Andrew Wiggins likely doesn't return for the season. It's not 100%, wow. but the Warriors have come to terms with that. Now, he is a terrific on-ball defender. You can put him on Tatum, Aluka, uh, uh, Paul George, uh, even sure. Durant or LeBron. They, to me, they can't win a title without him. When I heard that last night, my takeaway is, okay, now they're totally guard dependent. What is your make of what they are? Now, they go on the road now, and we could know in a week that it's, you know, they lose three in a row. It's, which they're, yeah. What are your take on the Warriors? It's, to me, it's very simple. Only the Rockets and Spurs who are not trying to win. They are actively trying to lose. The Rockets really screwed up yesterday by beating the Celtics uh, in a close game have worse road records. In the last, since 1980, Colin, the worst road record for a champion was over 500. 21 and 20, the 06 heat. 7 and 26 on the road is unfathomable. Yeah. You then add to it that they are around 500 with and without Steph Curry. So it's not even like, well, this team was winning 65% of its games and then winning the tank when Steph was out. There are a couple games, I think they're right at 500 without him and a couple games over with him. There is not a white knight coming for this team. Steph turns 35 today. And it was his unquestioned brilliance that won them a game this weekend against the Bucks in San Francisco with no Giannis. And they needed an all-time Curry performance just to force overtime. I also think the emo this run started, Colin, in 2015. So you have five straight finals appearances, then two years when you missed the playoffs, then another finals appearance. We're now in year nine. And I do think that the emotional reservoir has been tapped. People can say, oh, well, LeBron went to eight straight finals. Yes, but with two different franchises. Because at the end of the Heat run and the end of the Cavs run, his teammates had either been changed out or they were sapped. Like, everybody thinks I'm trying to pick on the Warriors. I am not. But when the season starts with your veteran leader, 
punching the guy you just gave $100 million. The number two pick of the draft from a few years ago you gave away for a player, Gary Payton II, who's not healthy enough to play for you. Your other young guys, Kaminga and Moody, have not made any type of leap. Your other bridge player, Andrew Wiggins, is now very unfortunately out with an undisclosed family issue like you mentioned, might be done for the year. What is the path? Yeah. I don't care how wide open the West is. We are lying to ourselves if you say this team, which is going to be on the road the entire postseason, yeah. is going to be able to string together two months of great basketball. I think yeah. they are drawing dead to win the title. Yep. And I also think with Draymond now having to be the lead wing defender, he can't roam. That's when he's wildly effective. Wiggins allowed him that freedom. No Wiggins. It's not the same defense. Just go back to the finals last year. Wiggins on ball, Draymond roaming. It's it, it's a lot to deal with. They're not the same defense today. Um, finally, you know, I, I said this yesterday, is that you know Kevin Garnett is theorizing that LeBron's not that injured. The Lakers just want to see what they have with AD, which feels weird to me because AD is the most predictable player in the league. He's great when he's healthy. He's infrequently available. Um, I know exactly what he is. He's not a grinder. He's not going to work in the room, but he's a great player when he's available 54 times a year. Um, where do you? Where are you with the Lakers? I think if they ran it back, it would almost be insulting to a fan base with extremely high standards. Where are you on their run the rest of this year? Well, you say if they run it back, it's insulting. So the defending champ shouldn't run it back. Colin Lakers could win it. Oh, come uh, he on. could at least win the West. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you say, oh, come on. Listen, listen to me here right now. Let's just go through it. Let's go through it. One through wherever in the West, and you tell me when I okay. name a team you would you think they can't beat. Okay. The number one seed Denver Nuggets, who I, like every sober basketball analyst agrees, need to see it in the playoffs, saw the Lakers, LeBron AD, and nice supporting pieces run them off the court a few years ago. LeBron will put Jokic in a thousand one five pick and rolls. I think they could beat them. The Grizzlies, if Ja doesn't come back, the Grizzlies are not a real contender. Tough team, scrappy team. Steven Adams just got stem cell injection. Brandon Clark's done for the year. Ja is dealing with his own personal issues. Light the damn beam, Colin. I like the Kings. I got family in Sacramento. De'Aaron Fox is playing like a first-team All-NBA guy. Sabonis has been great. Okay. No playoff experience whatsoever. Phoenix... Kevin Durant is going to step into the playoffs having played 30 minutes with these guys. Now, they look very tough, but the injury concern was already the biggest concern, yeah. and they got injured before they played a home game together. We just talked about the Warriors. The Clippers looked scary. However, they then added Russell Westbrook, evidently, to up their own degree of difficulty. Not sure why they did that. And you are whole, you're talking about Anthony, or Anthony Davis being injury-prone. You have Kawhi Leonard. The Timberwolves, give me a break. The Mavericks added Kawhi Leonard. I'm sorry, Kyrie Irving. Again, don't understand it. They're going in the wrong direction. And then there's the Lakers, the hottest team in the league, or in the West, I should say, over the last 10 games. And fun fact, Colin, forget the trade, forget the deadline, forget the all-star break. Since the 2-10 and 10 start, yeah. only the Nuggets and the Kings have more wins in the Western Conference than the Lakers. And now LeBron's going to come back fresh and rested. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I'm, listen, I'm not predicting it, Colin, 
But let's not act like we couldn't see the Lakers in the finals. It's absolutely in play. <laughs> we see the Lakers in the finals. This team with some shooting, Anthony Davis motivated. He's been hearing what you've been saying about him all year. You wanted to trade him for Bam Adebayo and Tyler Hero or some nonsense. I was yep. watching. Yeah. So I'm just telling you, don't write, don't write the Lakers off just yet, my friend. Yeah, well, I have. Um, but that's okay. Okay. That's okay. Well, who's winning the West? Who's winning the West? You, you light the beam? You if, got the Kings? I know you don't have the Joker. No. Who's winning it? If Durant well, comes back the for the playoffs, Phoenix will uh-huh. win the West. If he does. Okay. And I, and I and think he will. Durant. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But yes. you're then relying on health. If Phoenix deals with one injury, let me just ask you. Where are we going? You're going you're gonna to fall back in love with the Clippers like you did once no. upon a time? No. You're going to... Okay. Okay. Warriors... Um, it, Two ifs. Kevin Durant comes back healthy for the Suns. Wiggins, now there's a chance, returns for the playoffs. There's your Western Conference. Now, there's two ifs, but here's a bigger if. If Anthony Davis doesn't collapse, hit the floor, turn an ankle, miss games. That's, that the isn't even an if. That's a win. Bad luck. You're out here saying the Warriors. I'm telling you right bad now, luck. The, Warriors are the, the Warriors are the worst team in California. Is that ever been the case? Think about it. Light the damn beam. Clippers, Lakers, Warriors. Undeniable. All right. Nick Wright, first things first. He's all fired See ya. up. See ya. Uh, by the way, J-Mac, in the 15 minutes we've been ranting, anything happened on Lamar Jackson or Aaron Rodgers? There's some Lamar Jackson stuff happening, but not on a good front. Social media squabbling, Lamar pushing back on an Adam Schefter report. We'll talk about it shortly. Okay. No, I, I, there's two big ifs in the West. The East is really easy. Milwaukee is the best team. Between Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday, Giannis, great defensive players, a lot of scores. Milwaukee's the best. Still don't trust Boston. I think Golden State's in their head. They're a weird team. Late in games, Tatum, Jalen Brown. It feels like Tatum's passive. Jalen Brown's overly aggressive. Cleveland will win a series or two, can't win the championship. Philadelphia's on fire, but I've seen Harden on fire in the regular season a million times. West is wide open. There's two ifs. If KD is healthy, comes back for the playoffs, they're in the Western Conference Final. If Wiggins come back, he is healthy. If Wiggins comes back, they'll get to the Western Conference Finals. Then I'll reboot it and figure out who wins. You know why Wiggins might not be coming back? A bit of a tell is that Andre Iguodala has been dusted off and is finally playing for the Warriors. I mean, he's playing, starting to play like 14 minutes a night. I mean, that guy's like 40, well, what is he, 40? I don't know, he's old. And they want Kuminga to be another wing defender. He's Long, ding, athletic, yeah. twitchy, but he's just inexperienced. Andrew so, Wiggins is like both of those combined. That's he's right. twitchy and younger and athletic and can yeah. do offense. You can see them working, trying to figure out how we replace Wiggins. But I'm being told last night, the vibe is not here for the regular season, 14, 13, 14 games left. Could be unlikely playoffs. So if you have Kuminga and Iggy, it's not the same. Those guys should be coming off the bench to help, not starters. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Hi, it's the herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code herd, H E R D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. To gain visibility, control over your company, inventory, finance, e-commerce, sign up for netsuite.com slash herd, no payments, six months interest-free by oraclenetsuite.com slash herd. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. I don't like this first story, Colin. You don't like it? I don't like it. So Adam Schefter is reporting that Lamar Jackson turned down an offer from the Ravens that included $200 million in guarantees last September. Lamar then jumped on social media to deny it, saying... 133, here's the here's the tweet, 133 over three years guaranteed, but I need an agent, question mark, followed by a crying, laughing emoji and a facepalm emoji. Well, $133 million guaranteed is pretty good, isn't it? For that's Lamar a, Jackson? That's not good enough, you don't think? Three, Given what Deshaun Watson got at some no, of these no, other quarterbacks? Nobody in Baltimore cares about Deshaun Watson. The Packers never cared that Kirk Cousins got a guaranteed deal. I'm not running my organization based on what Cleveland does. Right. At the same time, Lamar Jackson says, well, That's I, don't, what he says. I don't care what Russell Wilson got. I want more than that. Okay. I want more than Deshaun. So it feels a little dirty. Now, let, let's let, you love to drill down a little bit. Why would Adam Schefter report this today? Now, because they're getting closer and Baltimore's trying to get it done. And uh, or, or, I'm sure you saw this minor news. The Atlanta Falcons, a team we've talked about that could use a quarterback, could use Lamar Jackson, this morning signed Taylor Heineke from Washington to a two-year deal. 
There appear to be zero teams in the mix for Lamar Jackson right now. None. Miami, they're spending all their money. Atlanta now out. They got another quarterback. I'm not saying Heineke's the guy, but they're spending money on the quarterback position. What teams are there left? So we're at the stage of the negotiation where the Ravens are like, hey, nobody offered anything. Do you want to play on this $32 million non-exclusive franchise tag? And remember Peter King's quote on this show. Good luck getting Lamar to play for $32 million on that franchise tag. What's the movie, the classic line from the movie? It feels like we're at an impasse here. I would say there's probably like more than a 25% chance Lamar Jackson doesn't play next year. Well, Baltimore will be, believe it or not, Baltimore will win seven, eight games with backups because that's what they do. They're going to go, you you know what they're going to do. They're going to go draft another quarterback. They drafted Flacco. They had Dilford. They won with Elvis Gerbaugh. They, they've won with different styles, different quarterbacks. Baltimore wins games. They've won with five different guys. And, and by the way, none of them superstars. Well, They've won Super Bowls. With Dilfer and Joe Flacco. So so don't tell me they can't find... They, they go get Max Duggan in the second round. They're going to win nine games. It's oh, Baltimore. Well, okay. So <laughs> the last two years, Lamar got them to like eight and three, seven and four starts. Good starts. Yeah. And they were able to put in the backup and do just enough to get to the playoffs or just miss. Yeah. You're starting week one with no Lamar Jackson? I mean... It's not ideal. I'd no. like to sign him. But if he wants a fully guaranteed deal, this idea that I have to copy the Cleveland Browns... Yeah. No thanks. Not interested. I've said that I grew up with the Seattle Mariners when they signed Robinson Cano to a 10-year deal. You think the Dodgers are going to copy the Angels and give Albert Pujols past his prime? They let Manny Machado go because the Dodgers are brilliantly run and the Angels aren't. Yeah. Just because just somebody in your division. I mean, the Angels, remember the Josh Hamilton, the Pujols? They've had these massive deals. Dodgers have let great players go because they trust their farm system and they're not desperate. Yeah, you made the point. Kirk Cousins got a fully guaranteed deal. And and the Packers are like, we're not even going to give Aaron Rodgers one. That's how Minnesota, and by the way, Minnesota was roundly criticized overpaying for Kirk Cousins. It's gotten them, what, a playoff win? They've been to the playoffs, though. Yeah, I'm 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 not saying but Green Bay standards are Bart Starr, Favre, Rogers, Super Bowls, and they're like, we'll decide what we do. We're not going to chase Minnesota's game plan. Well, why would Baltimore look at Cleveland, the laughing stock of the AFC, for most of the 20 years and go, hey, they paid their guy. They're not desperate. That's a Baltimore should not say, here's 230 guaranteed. It'd be one thing, like, if you had a quarterback that was big physical, like Herbert, he's not going to get hurt much. He's been hammered for years. But, like, when you have an injury-prone guy, that's another dynamic that's just full stop. Not going. If you're not guaranteed to play Sunday, then I'm not fully guaranteeing your contract. And I'm a Lamar fan. I'm an advocate. I'd sign him. Not fully guaranteed. So, Jets remain desperate. Right now, Aaron Rodgers has him, you know. <laughs> I mean, if Aaron signs with the Jets. No, no. If Aaron there signs really with is the Packers. There really is no market. If the Jets, Aaron signs with the Packers, says, I'm staying in Green Bay. Do you think the Jets should go all in for Lamar Jackson? Say, we'll no. give you what you want. We're desperate for a quarterback. I think they should tank, finish fourth, and go get one of the two great quarterbacks next year. That's what I would do. All right, next up, the Raiders. They signed Jacoby Myers, former huh. Patriots receiver, to a three-year, $33 million deal. Not bad. He's a $10 million receiver. Not bad player. I mean, not he great. He's the, number two. He was the Patriots' leading receiver last year with 800 yards and six touchdowns. He is a number two behind Devontae Adams. And then Hunter Renfro and Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, give you a great they offense. Have a sick offense. No, it's really, really good. So, He's about a, the Patriots, though, they lost John o. Smith, their tight end, yesterday to the Falcons. Traded him. 
Mac Jones is looking around, saying, who am I throwing to next year? Hunter, Hunter Henry? And who else do we have on the outside, Bill? Let me ask you this. Colin, this offense. Let me ask you this. Let me throw this at you. You're going to laugh. The Jets call the Patriots and say, we'll take Mac Jones. Oh. Patriots, because they have a coach who's not going to get fired. Belichick goes to Robert Kraft and says, you want the next Brady? There's two of them in next year's draft. We tank. By the way, Jacoby <laughs> Myers, back up. No, you think it's crazy. No, well. What it, coach could withstand 2-15? and 15? One guy in the league. One guy in the league. Well, two. Andy Reid could. Peyton now could for a year. Not many guys could withstand 2-15. and 15. And Belichick says, I can play around with Mac Jones. I'm in a division now with Josh Allen in a conference with Allen, Herbert, Burrow, Mahomes. I got to get me a Caleb Williams. And by the way, I don't think they're sold on Mac Jones, who they call McEnroe Jones, who fights <laughs> back and pushes back. I have, I could absolutely, absolutely see the Jets going. I, if I'm the Jets, I own the Jets. If I don't land Aaron, I would absolutely call New England and say, we'll take Mac. I, I, okay. Am I, am I yeah. nuts? Well, first of all, the idea of Belichick tanking, I, nothing not in his DNA says he would say, we're going to trot out no quarterback but he, at Bailey Zappi. The cam year, he experimented a lot. He was out. And they still got, what, like seven, eight wins? He hated the COVID, told people privately it was nonsense. It's documented. They experimented with Cam. It didn't feel like they were all in. I'm not saying you tank, but he let go of a tight end. He let go of Jacoby Myers. Now they start letting go of this, that, this. They just don't have any firepower. Look at that. Name an offensive skill player for the Patriots today that starts for any other team in that division. Yeah, Forget they have the, the worst skill position player. By a, a, yeah. Jacoby was their guy. The and Jets have Brees Hall and Garrett Wilson better than anyone New England has right now. You can look at the Rod. Ramondre Stevenson, like that. They don't have much in New England. Belichick, by the way, zero playoff wins post Brady. Tom has a Super Bowl. Final story. Bears gave uh, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds four years, $72 million, 50 mil guaranteed. 50 mil for a linebacker. They stole him from Buffalo. He'll replace Roquan Smith. And um, this is the second good defensive signing for the Bears. They also added linebacker TJ Edwards. Remember, stole him from the Eagles. Well, can we, I we just... We talk about linebackers being kind of... out. What, what, All right. Defensive head coach. Oof. Two linebackers. What position doesn't matter to win Super Bowls? If linebackers won Super Bowls, Buffalo would have Super Bowls. Because <laughs> they've had great linebackers. Yeah. Cincinnati doesn't have great linebackers. The Rams won a Super Bowl without great linebackers. Kansas City has Bolton, but not necessarily great linebackers. This feels very much like a defensive coach. Give me two expensive linebackers. Why not just keep Roquan Smith? What's the point? He's better than both these guys. Yeah. Roquan, maybe those two financially equal what Roquan wanted. All right. But Eberflus, remember, in Indy, had several good linebackers. They couldn't get through. They did get to the playoffs. Mm. I mean, the, down the good on, news. You see down on the Bears all of a sudden. Well, no. I mean, the good news for the Bears is they do not have to draft a linebacker, which they needed, or a receiver. So now they can absolutely attack the O-line and... Edge. And the edge. So I mean, that, that there is some clarity here. Like they don't have to, they don't have to go after a linebacker, receiver now. They're set for those, and so that gives them some clarity. They're going to go after. I mean, they got. By the way, look, they got a number one. They got two twos. They have. I think they have two fours and two fives. So I mean, they can they can fix a lot of stuff on the O line. They also drafted, I think, three O linemen last year. One of them I know they really like. 
So it, it does create clarity, but I am so reluctant when I see defensive coaches spend money on linebackers in 2023. It's like, ay, ay, ay. How about the Corner? Giants? You see the Giants got stole Bobby Okariki from the Colts. Linebacker. I don't I don't know what the deal is with linebackers this week. They're all getting paid. Maybe there's a shift we haven't noticed yet in the NFL where linebackers matter. Ah, it doesn't really make sense to me. Now, the Niners have the best linebackers in the league. Their defense was top-notch. They let go of a safety. Jimmy Ward now going to... Don't know, but he's gone, yes. No, somebody signed Jimmy Ward. Yeah. I should know it. It just happened late last night. Uh, I, we we got to look into this linebacker thing because it's come out of nowhere. I don't know why they're all getting paid. I thought it was an edge rusher league and a cornerback league, but maybe we're behind the, the curve here, Coward. Yeah. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I, 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 I've never trusted kind of the Bears upstairs. I've liked some of their coach. I like a lot of their players. It's just when I see defensive coaches, it's like Pittsburgh. I saw a mock draft the other day, and the first two picks for the Steelers were defense. I was like, God, could you spend some money on offense? Could you go get offense? Could you figure out offense, offensive coordinator, offensive line, please? Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so here's the very latest. This borders on outrageous. According to Diana Russini, very well connected, Aaron Rodgers, listen to this, has pro- this is what we said two hours ago to start the show. We said when the Alan Lazard story came out, it sounds like Aaron has given the Jets a list of people to acquire. Boom, we hit it. Aaron Rodgers has provided the Jets with a wish list of free agents. He has asked them to target and acquire. Listen to this list. Randall Cobb, he shot. Alan Lazard's a number four receiver. Mercedes Lewis, I love, but he's a blocking tight end. And Odell Beckham Jr., who wants $20 million a year. So you have to now dismantle some of your defense to get these pieces in. What does it mean for Elijah Moore and the rookie out of Ohio State? I mean, this. so Aaron Rodgers spent a career complaining about what Green Bay didn't get him, and now he's asking the Jets to go get the guys that Green Bay got him. <laughs> I mean, this is, a, this is a laughable. Odell Beckham's talented. He wants $20 million. I'm not paying that. I'd love Mercedes Lewis as a blocking tight end. Randall Cobb's a nice guy, but he's never healthy, and it's over. Alan Lazard, he's a three, a four. That, that's what Alan Lazard is. In the NFC... North, maybe Alan Lazard is something. In the AFC, he's irrelevant. Irrelevant. If I'm the Jets, take a walk. No way I'm, I'm allowing this. Can you imagine being pushed around like this? Talk about an uneven relationship. I got to go out. It's not like he's saying, sign DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, I'll go get him. You want me to sign DeAndre Hopkins? I'll go get him. Or make a trade for Stephon Diggs. I'm in. Not one of these guys is in their prime. I guess Alan Lazard is, but it, it ain't much of a prime. So Cobb's passed it. Mercedes passed it. Beckham's passed it. And again, I, I, I'm not anti-Alan Lazard. But what you're saying is you have to – the Packers are laughing their arse off at the Jets. The Green Bay Packers see this story, and they are howling with laughter. <laughs> By all means, please – Take Cobb Lazard off our hands, please. They didn't want Randall Cobb anyway. Oh, my God. Does, does, does Aaron have any self-awareness? Does he really think at all? This is such a bad look for Aaron Rodgers. This is an awful look. Diana Rossini doesn't make stuff up. She's about the last three or four she's dropped. She's hit on all of them. This feels like a hostage crisis, no? I mean, Rodgers essentially is trying to call the shots an hour ago. You know, now you say, about- what's different with Brady? Brady got you Super Bowls. And Brady wanted Antonio Brown, electric. Gronk still remained the best blocking tight end like Mercedes, Mercedes Lewis. I would bring in Mercedes Lewis. A blocking tight end for Brees Hall in the run, I'd bring in Mercedes. You get it, you're not going to charge a million bucks, a billion bucks. But 
when Brady went out and got Pete, Leonard Fournette still had something in the tank. He was a top five pick. And they didn't have a running back. It, it, Brady basically filled needs. Gronk, instantly starter. Right tackle Antonio Tristan Wirth. Go there draft go. him. Antonio Brown, right to the slot. They didn't have a slot receiver. Remember, they had a small, couple of small guys. They were like, nah, Scotty nah, nah, Miller. Antonio Brown. So the Jets this week cut Braxton Berrios, who was solid. Good buddy of Zach Wilson. No, and by the way, and Braxton Berrios is a nice <laughs> slot receiver. He's better than Randall Cobb. Let's be real. Oh, it's not even. At this point, not close. Brady this, wants Randall Cobb to come into the slot. Now, you're talking about Alan Lazard. He ain't playing over Garrett Wilson. It's, I don't even know if he's better than Corey Davis. And you got Elijah Moore, who they drafted, still on the roster. I know he was in the doghouse for a moment. He's better than Randall Cobb. Where's Odell Beckham playing? By the way, on this Aaron's going to come out because this lands so poorly. He's going to come out and deny all of this. Aaron's going to call. He's going to come out and deny all of this. Diana Rossini's not making this up. She's getting it from somewhere. So my, who do you think gave Diana this? Well, I think the Jets are at their wits' end. Yeah, so I, I think the Jets are like. This is so ridiculous. Let's put that out there so our fan base sees what we're up against. So this is the Jets leaking it to let everybody know. And I would do the same thing because the Jets are getting crushed by their fans. So the Jets are like, time out. This is what we're dealing with. Diana, leak it. Boom. It makes Aaron look, it makes the Jets look, I feel sorry for the Jets. I think Aaron's I, out of his gourd. I think that's spot on. What, why would you leak that now? Just so when you get out of the Aaron Rodgers business, Jets fans understand why. A lot of people are seeing this and like, no, no, no. I don't want Aaron Rodgers. Maybe the Jets leaked it because they're about to back out. I, but all I know is when this lands, my interpretation is I don't blame the Jets now for backing out. If Having lived in the Northeast, WFAN is a big, powerful radio station. Tomorrow, the reaction will be... You can't blame the Jets for not getting Aaron. I mean, th- this stuff is nonsense. That is nonsense. That makes him look ridiculous. And again, Aaron's going to deny it. But when I lived in the Northeast, they always put stuff out to see how the fans would react. The Jets and the Mets did it all the time. The Giants basically kept stuff private, but everybody else leaked stuff for the media to go crazy on. This makes Aaron look bad, and it makes the Jets look like they're trapped I mean, if you're a Jets fan, you are. If I'm a Jets fan and I see this, I'm like, I, I, let's tank and go get a good quarterback. Okay, so let's spin it forward. Jets say, sorry, Aaron Rodgers, goodbye. We're not in the Aaron Rodgers business. What's the move? Where do you go from here, Colin? You got Lamar Jackson's out there? Caleb Williams. Mac Jones. Mac Jones? I, I, you? All right, the other side of the coin. Aaron Rodgers, I'm going back to Green Bay. How does that how does that land in the Green Bay locker room and the front office and Jordan Love? I, I don't know who has a bigger headache. The Packers taking Rodgers back or the Jets having no quarterback. Who, ask post. yourself this. Who has cap space right now in the NFL? Who could take these contracts and get Aaron? Because that's interesting. I, well, the, the Bears had cap space, no, but they're, they're not chewing doing into it. it. Not they're not do- doing it. I, I haven't looked at what Tennessee has done this week, but remember, you were the one who said he's got a house in Tennessee. I'm just saying. They didn't sign Tannehill yet, if if memory serves. So you're going to have wrong. to overpay for Randall Cobb, Odell Beckham, Alan Lazard. Mercedes Lewis is a not a big chip. And I got to inherit Aaron's contract, and all the Jets have been doing for the last 10 days is reworking contracts to get cap space. Now you're throwing me these? I think the Jets are, have just come to the point, they're at wit's end. They're like, Aaron, we'll make a move for Alan Lazard. We'll bring in Mercedes to block. We can't bring in Odell Beckham and Randall Cobb. So you've been at the negotiating table, right? No, I never have. I have an agent. I don't want to be near the smart, negotiating smart. table. I don't want to be near it. I so, don't want to. 
we no. bought a house and you know there's some negotiations this is years ago and you get to the table and you're like listen we don't want to fall in love with this house so we can't walk away you got to fall in like it was easier to walk away when you're not in love with it are the jets in love with aaron Rodgers? no why would they be they have no relationship they got they have no relationship i think green bay is sitting back they're nervous now. They got to be. Brian Gudenkunst is texting <laughs> all his buddies in the NFL. I guarantee you, NFL GMs are texting Brian Gudenkunst at this moment, going, "Good God, get him out of the building. Good luck with Jordan Love." And it, this stuff is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Ridiculous. Jets, move on. All right, hour number three next. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.